children they were wanting to take care of their ninjas they just thought that these were cute little characters and if i you know eat this cupcake i'd be lazy but if i eat my banana uh, they'll make them happy and active again so it just it just transpired i mean i i wasn't really setting out to do it. It just, it was put on my heart. It was cathartic for me, I guess, to get off my chest what I really wanted to share with with my brother. Welcome to the Adventures with Grammy podcast. I am your host, Carolyn Barry. This podcast is for grandparents on the go with their grandchildren and for parents who want to ensure loving relationships across the generations. I welcome your input and your feedback on every episode of the podcast we produce please send me an email at carolyn at adventureswithgrammy.com or connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Grammy Adventure. Please follow or subscribe to my podcast. It's free so you won't miss an episode and ask your family and friends to do the same. You can subscribe to the monthly newsletter by visiting my website, adventureswithgrammy.com and clicking the newsletter sign-up link. Casey Johnson the author of How to Feed Your Ninjas, is today's guest. Her journey began 40 years ago when she was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. She discovered exercise and a healthy plant-based diet eased her symptoms, and for 20 years, she has been symptom-free without medication. Her brother's diagnosis with a cancer that would not respond to conventional treatment inspired Tracy to research immunotherapy. Grief-stricken with her brother's refusal to consider changing his diet and his subsequent death, Tracy turned her attention to sharing her message with children. In addition, she created the Bicari Project, a nonprofit with a mission to create a solid foundation for the physical and emotional health of our future starting with the very young. The episode you're about to hear talks about medical research. Tracy is not a physician, nor am I. It simply is a recounting of Tracy's personal journey. If you find yourself in a similar situation, I encourage you to talk with your physician. So please do not interpret this as Tracy or the Adventures with Grammy podcast giving medical advice. All of the links that Tracy talks about will be in the show notes. Welcome, Tracy. Please tell our listeners more about your journey and the story of how the ninjas boost our immune system. How to Feed Your Ninjas is the name of the book, and it goes in to explain what these ninjas are and you mentioned it's the immune system and it just goes into to show and educate children and my goal was to like I said educate them as young to hopefully create habits that they can take into adulthood and so therefore not having to recreate the wheel when we're older and educate them on the why it's important to eat your greens uh, eat your fruits and vegetables so yes that's that was the premise of of the book Now, this book has come out of your own health issues, as well as sadness in your family. Could you talk to us about that? I was diagnosed with Crohn's 40 some odd years ago, and I have been symptom free, medication free for 20 of those years. And I attribute it and unbeknownst to me, I was feeding my ninjas, but I was... uh, 
exercising, I found exercise helped with part of the symptoms of having Crohn's is an arthritic type of inflammation. And so in order for me to, to walk and function, I found that getting myself to the gym and exercising helped alleviate those symptoms and I could move freely. So that's where um, the exercise for me personally came in. And then when I, 20 years ago, my GI doctor um, threatened me with the C word um, if I didn't continue to take drugs. And, and, and at that time, my dad was um, involved with alkaline water and he had, you know, his motto was alkaline or cancer can't thrive in an alkaline environment. And so I went, hmm, okay, you know, what it, what helps with this alkalinity in our bodies and it's whole plant food. So that sounded like a good option to me. It can't be bad. It's all healthy stuff. So I incorporated that into my diet and I have been doing that ever since. And I am fit and I don't have any symptoms. And again, we're going to just stop right there and say, I'm not a doctor. These are just my personal experiences um, that I managed my chronic disease with. And so I had this holistic mindset already. And when my brother was uh, diagnosed with cancer uh, and told that it was a rare form of um, cancer that would not, that has not chemotherapy was not going to be the route that he was going to look for. And they kind of took away his hope, I felt. And so I wanted to share my experiences. And I thought maybe if I could find a alternative holistic cancer treatment center, he might, you know, be interested in maybe looking into that. And so I researched these clinics. And um, I found that immunotherapy was a common thread. And so I dug deeper and I, I researched what the immune system was. I mean, it's just this arbitrary word that I would think of as, as our, you know, our health. I wanted to understand what the immune system was and what it does and, and how to keep it functioning to, to a degree that it does what it's supposed to do. That's where the ninjas came into play because I was reading the you know, innate immune system we're born with. And it's all these natural killer cells that um, are there to fend off the cells that could harm us, like cancer cells or viruses. And then we acquire um, adaptive cells, which are through germs and viruses. And so those are our T cells. And in com combination, we are developing and cultivating this army that actually keep us well. And we don't want to be overrun by the harmful uh, cells. And that's what our, our ninjas, if you will, that's what they formed in my mind, uh, would do for us. And so I went further to study, you know, how do we keep these armies proliferating and robust and alert and doing their job and it's diet and exercise. And so now my ninjas are fighting and they've got bananas and asparagus spears as weapons. And it's just like, wow, that just makes, that makes sense. Now it gives you the why as to why we need to eat our vegetables. So armed with all this knowledge and excited um, to share with my sibling, um, he was not um, not receptive. And uh, he and I think it's because of lifestyle change. And I think it's hard for a lot of people, no matter what the cost is, to make a lifestyle change. Was Would that have saved him? I I don't know. I just wanted to help. And, you know, if, if others have managed to help themselves uh, you know, a disease like that. And again, I'm not a doctor and everyone should just, you know, consult their physicians, whatever they do for their personal life and lifestyle. But um, it, uh, it wasn't something that he was going to try. 
and uh, he went the traditional route and he just passed this last May. So I was inspired to, with all that, all that knowledge and what I wanted to share to maybe, maybe not try to teach an old dog new tricks and maybe create something that would start at the foundation. You know, children love to learn and if you can make it fun and uh, these characters seem to be inspiring enough to them. I just wanted to create the foundation of healthy habits, hopefully to take into their adulthood. I am so sorry about your brother. I know that must be painful. Yes, it's, um, it's sad. The upshot is that you have provided something fun for children that ideally is going to impact their lives in a positive way. Can you tell us about the two main characters in your book? What are some of the things that they do? And it's an interesting how these these characters just appeared in my mind and their names just were there. Jojo and Nadine, they are the leaders of the armies. Um, I haven't built any other characters other than them. They are the leaders of the, the many, 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 many thousands, millions of our, uh, soldiers that we have in our immune system. And so what they do is they they educate children on what's healthy, what keeps them happy and the soldiers alert and they're sparring. And, and then if they're, you know, indulge in too much, not so good choice foods, you know, hamburgers and french fries and cookies, crackers, you name it, then their ninjas become a little bit lazy and distracted and sluggish and they're not going to be doing their job. So um, it educates children on the why they need to eat their vegetables it's rather than, you know, you're sitting across the table and you're, you know, sit there and eat your vegetables till they're done. It's more, it gives them more of an incentive. I found that it's been effective to have the children actually want to learn about what's healthy and actually want to participate in keeping their ninjas well and not lazy and distracted. That's pretty exciting. So what is your next project? My next project is going to be based on acts of kindness and gratitude. So the ninjas, as we spoke about, they, um, they represent our immune system and, and everything pertaining to how we can feed them. And uh, the emotional effects of gratitude. Um, and that's, you know, of course, of receiving something or being grateful for that act. And then those positive emotions also enhance our immune system and as well as acts of kindness, you know, giving now we say, Oh, giving is such a good, a good feeling. And it is these emotions are so positive to our immune system and it keeps our, it keeps our, um, our ninjas happy and alert. And in the back of the book, cause both the books are, you know, have interactions. The first book is, um, has stickers to show your parents that, you know, the good choice over the not so good choice activity or the food choice. Then the second book on the gratitude and acts of kindness will be journaling to kind of introduce children, you know, be parent assisted, of course, to just give them a, a tool to talk about um, kindness and, and gratitude, and then just kind of get them, get them used to, um, having those thoughts and emotions and maybe getting used to journaling. And that's, a, that's such a positive thing we can do. I'm curious that one of the issues facing our society right now is that not everyone embraces the idea of a plant-based diet or even one meal a week being plant-based. How do you suggest that adults start to embrace this? Like what is something that a, an adult, whether it be the parent or the grandparent can do to begin 
accepting that a plant-based diet is healthy. And again, we're not talking medical advice. This is just, just having a conversation about nutrition and all medical issues. We want you, we want the listeners to talk to their, their family physicians and to consult a dietitian. But in your own life, how do you, how have you approached helping people understand the benefits of plant-based diet outside of writing your children's book? I get on my soapbox every opportunity that I can. And I, I basically, um, around my own experience, uh, and all the research that I have done is all been based on like scientific studies. It's all evidence-based. You can all, you can go on my site, feedyourninjas.com, and there's all the studies in there you can read that are evidence-based around how beneficial whole plant foods are for us. And that's the biggest challenge, Carolyn, is, is getting people to care. I think we, we're in such a society that, you know, I'm just going to go get a pill for this or or that. And I'm, I'm really excited to know that this whole functional medicine is really becoming a movement. And I think based around what's been going on in the last year and a half, uh, people are becoming more uh, interested in, in what they can do for, for themselves. Now, around the book, you know, I base it for children, but, you know, parents are reading it. And I'm getting some feedback from some parents saying that it's made them think. They just really wanted to create the why, why it's so important to incorporate that into our diets. And, you know, it, it just didn't want it to be this arbitrary thing. It, it's really does something for our, our body and our immune system keeps it strong. Do you have recipes in your book? Actually, I do. I I have one in the very back, and this is for children, because my my mom used to put cheese sauce on everything that was green. <laughs> so <laughs> I just kind of I just kind of made it fun, like be cheesy. Just put some cheese sauce on the broccoli. It helps. It helps with the, the making it go down. I found so that's the only recipe that I have so far. Now I do um, have. Uh, plans on when I can, when I can have somebody build my website, and it's more professional, I plan on having recipes on there as well. Eventually, your analogy of, of cheese making the vegetables taste better and go down better reminds me of the um, Mary Poppins with a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine full of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever works. Right. Um, yeah. As you're talking, I, this image of my children when they were young pops into my mind. We had gone to a family dinner. I don't know if it was, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or a holiday. I, I don't remember, but I couldn't find my children. And I'm looking around the room, and all three of my children are at this buffet table standing around the raw vegetable tray. And each of them, <laughs> it was horrible now, but each of them had like a carrot or celery or broccoli or a cauliflower or something. And they were dipping it in the ranch dressing. But the problem was they would dip it, eat dip it, it and dip it back. <laughs> dip it. <laughs> so, I remember. Double dipping. Yes. <laughs> and I remember running over to them saying, you can't do that in public. It's okay to do it at our house, but not when we're at somebody else's house. <laughs> but the point was all three of my children were around the raw vegetable tray. And I love that. And one of our relatives even mentioned about how 
that was nice that they ate raw vegetables. <laughs> but I'll never forget that in my heart, seeing them double. That's, yeah, it's just another way to get them to eat the vegetables. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I would love to see, and I know there are other books, but other cookbooks and different periodicals available, but I would love to see... Uh, recipes with the ninjas make in the kitchen, making, uh, what do you call it? Smoothies and, and, and protein Mm. shakes of, you know, putting the kale Mm -hmm. in there and putting the spinach in there and how children can, can do that. So maybe that's something that you would think about ninjas in the kitchen. (laughs) I am there. It's on my mind. My ninjas are just starting out. So think of them as the next Popeye and you remember the Popeye. (laughs) Oh, I love Popeye. I love spinach. And I think part of that was the whole idea of, of watching Popeye eat spinach. And, you know, we talk about media influence on children and I go back to that. And I I think that was a big reason why I love spinach so much was because there was Popeye eating a can of spinach whenever he needed extra energy. So I think it's Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. pretty good uh, analogy. Yeah, that's, that's where I see my my ninjas going as the next Popeye. I am so glad that you are here and that our listeners had an opportunity or have an opportunity to see this project from the very beginning. I mean, the the sky is the limit on where you can go with the ninjas and help creating a healthy immune system. Oh, thank you for having me. And I, you know, everyone can help me with the Feed Your Ninjas movement. I just, uh, I think we can incorporate Feed Your Ninjas to replace any vegetables or, you know, get some sleep or whatever that may be for self-care. It's Feed Your Ninjas. And uh, that's my movement. That's where I want to get everybody thinking. And so kind of, you know, the ninjas are the enforcers and endorsers for everything healthy. And that's, you know, for self-care. Actually, you can download a free little activity if you want to just check it out from my website. I think there should be a pop-up or they can also try my book. And on your website, you actually have some merchandise like Mm t-shirts and other things to help children reinforce feeding the ninjas. Yes, I have. I have a children's t-shirt. It's just a reminder of, you know, what your ninjas do for you, keep you healthy. And it's just a reminder to make sure you have that apple, those carrots or whatever it is that you're going to snack on that day instead of the crackers. I've created a a, a lady ninja. She's kind of more for the the older gals. If they want to remind themselves too, that they should feed their ninjas. My ebook is a try before you buy. Uh, you'll get a complete refund off that if you go ahead and purchase the hardcover. And again, I mentioned the hardcover comes with stickers that kind of reinforces and makes it more interactive so the kids can show their parents what they learned. And yeah, there's probably more to come after that. But for now, it's a start just trying to get people to feed your ninjas. What age group is the book targeting? The How to Feed Your Ninjas, it's three to seven. That's a, you know, that's a stretch. The sweet spot, I would say four to six. But three to seven, my next book, uh, Acts of Kindness and Gratitude, I probably will go uh, the next next phase, you know, maybe seven to nine. And I think we talked about this, but child suicide, I'm hoping that the acts of kindness and gratitude might have some inspiration on being kind to others and maybe not, I, I just, this bullying, it, I don't understand it. So that is part of the goal for that second book, um, Acts of Kindness and Gratitude. I like how you have a holistic approach to raising healthy, well-adjusted 
children? Uh, you know, I have a 21 year old and I kind of wish that I had this knowledge and it's interesting where, you know, your, your, your missions come out of adversity a lot of time and uh, just doing this research and understanding it better. I wish I had these tools 20 years ago to have actually um, been able to share that with my daughter at that age. One of the advantages of older age is that you can look back and say, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that, but we can't. And I'm impressed that you have taken up the challenge of writing through adversity to help a future generation. So I applaud you for that. I understand what you're saying, but I applaud you for not just sitting back and saying, oh, I wish we could do something. You're actually doing it. And that's a good thing. Scary. It's scary. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, it's it's rewarding for me personally. And I'm, I'm sorry to my friends and family that have to listen to me all the time. But I, I am very passionate about this mission that I'm on. And I hope that I can reach and help a lot of people. So give us give us two pieces of advice for grandparents. What, what is something that they can do to help to help create this environment of embracing healthy living, both physically through ninjas, feeding your ninjas, both nutritional food and emotional kindness and, and mindfulness? I, I think, you know, stories just telling stories are powerful, relatable, you know, that take your kid, take them out to do things that are activity based, whatever they can do. I don't know, you know, with the level of physical activity that grandparents could do, but it's, uh, you know, even just walking, going to a zoo and walking things that are not just sitting and uh, maybe just doing board games, but actual movement. I mean, any movement, just walking is, is beneficial, uh, incorporating fun, having, you know, like you were saying, have the ninjas, you know, do the, the smoothies, putting the kale and incorporate the kids to make it an activity to, to create tasty, healthy choices like smoothies and, and whatnot, uh, popsicles even. Yeah, just, and stories of uh, what, why it feels good to do something for others. And I think that is, that is a, a powerful thing that they can feel. You know, if you can help them do something for someone else, they get, they will feel the effects of it. It's just, you know, it's science. It, it, it releases all the perfect hormones that, that make you feel good. And hopefully by doing acts of kindness, having them share just incorporates more sharing. Tell mm -hmm. us the address of your website and where our listeners can find you. Well, they can go to www.feedyourninjas.com and that will take me to that website. And if you scroll down, my my story is the first you come across. And if you scroll down, the, you can, I think, get to that free download where the kids can circle the healthy, you can talk about the ninjas and, and circle the healthy choices of activities and food groups. Oh, just kind of a fun little free exercise if you were interested in doing that or a t-shirt or a book. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being a guest today. And I'm excited that we're meeting you on the ground floor of your project. And as you progress, I'd like to have you come back and give us an update and, and so we can learn more. Thank you, Carolyn, so much for having me on here. I so appreciate the opportunity. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the Adventures with Grammy podcast. You will find the links to our guests and the topics we discussed in this episode's show notes. If you would like to be a guest or if you know someone who would be an awesome guest, please connect with me at carolyn at adventureswithgrammy.com.